Hello everyone, I am Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 242 of Weekly Poker Hand. That's um, it's a lot of episodes. Almost five years. We'll get there soon enough. Today, we have a hand where something fun happens. I actually have not even watched this hand all the way to the river, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. I saw Gina flop quads. So if you have been here for the last few episodes of Weekly Poker Hand, you know Gina likes to splash around. Things have not been going well for her, but that may be about to change. So she has $900 playing with a $10 straddle. She elects to raise it to 30 bucks with queen jack offsuit in the cutoff, which is perfectly fine and standard. And then it folds around to Johan in the big blind who calls with 5-3 of clubs. Now, you may not want to call with 5-3 clubs heads up, but I do understand they're playing a very splashy game. And if you do think Gina is going to be prone to just blasting off for all 87 big blinds, then, you know, it may be worth it. So, Johan calls with the 5-3 clubs. All right, flop comes. Jack, jack, jack. All of them. So, Gina has the nuts. And the flop checked through about as fast as you could imagine any flop ever checking through. It went check, check, onto the next hand. Or onto the next card. It was insane how fast they checked. And I would recommend that Gina does not do that. Whenever you have the nuts, you do not want to do anything at all that makes your opponent think, hmm, that's weird. So I don't know how fast Gina normally checks with her garbage hands, but I would do my best to try to play this queen jack as if you have a garbage hand. So would you ever just snap check it back with a garbage hand, which makes it really obvious you're trying to give up? Um, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I would generally not recommend that for anything. Ideally, you want to take roughly the same amount of time with all of your hands, unless you know how Johan's going to respond, right? If you think she's going to view this very quick bet as, or very quick check as obvious strength, and maybe, you know, very quick bets as obvious, I'm sorry, the other way around, very quick check as obvious weakness and very quick bets as obvious strength, then you should certainly adjust your strategy to take advantage of that. But it's really hard to know how people perceive various actions. So typically what happens is your opponent's just going to think, hmm, that's weird. And if someone's acting weird on a jack-jack-jack board, they probably don't have the nut low. They probably just have the nuts. All right, so flop checks through. Perfect card in the deck for Gina. It is a three. So now Johan turns a boat. And assuming we did not see Gina immediately check the flop, I think betting the turn is fine. This is a spot where Gina should have all sorts of unpaired hands, right? Like just high card hands, like ace high. She could also have a hand like pocket tens that doesn't think can get much value, but isn't really afraid too much of getting outdrawn. So Johan decides to bet $50 into the $60 pot. I don't think you need to go quite that big, but we have seen Gina be a bit of a calling station. So I think it's probably fine to bet that amount because she's probably thinking Gina's gonna call with all sorts of stuff. And for all we know, she could be right. The snap flop check really is telling, though. All right, on the river, Johan checks. It's a 10, which is not a good card at all. And now it's on Gina. And Gina is mulling it over, which I think mulling it over is fine. If you all are watching 
the way Gina just played with her chips, rewind it a second if you're watching this on jonathanlowpoker.com or YouTube, she kind of flipped the chip up. Um, this is something uh, I believe Zach Elwood talked about. Gravity-defying tells, tells that defy gravity. So if you can pick the chip up and flip it up, that's weird, right? And usually that is a sign of strength. And often people do it very innocuously. So Gina did that for a second. We're trying to help Gina out here so that perhaps she does not do these things in the future. She gets her stack, her bet lined up. She gets 40 bucks out, puts it on top of 100, and rams it in, which I actually don't think is that bad. I think she, she played this fine for the most part in terms of betting demeanor. The only reason I'm really focusing on the demeanor is because we saw the immediate flop check, right? So now it's back on Johan. Should she call or fold? Um, Gina bet 140, so she potted it. This is a pretty tough spot with the 5-3. I think you're generally going to find when people put out big bets right here, they're not trying to push you off of a boat, right? That, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So either they're trying to make you fold out something like ace high or king high that decided to bet the turn. But would those really bet $50 on the turn? Probably not, right? Um, or they just have a really good hand. And, you know, it's really easy to look at this with the cards face up and say, yeah, obviously Gina's done a few things that look incredibly strong, such as snap check the flop and then um, snap check the flop and then do the little chip wave on the river. But sometimes whenever you're playing, the action just feels weird. And I think as you get a lot of experience playing poker, you'll just start feeling these things. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it uh, like making a read. Some people call it magic. Whatever it is, sometimes it just doesn't feel right. And often the reason it doesn't feel right is because your opponents have done a thing or two that just seems weird. And when people do things that are weird, especially in a spot where there is a rare nut hand available, like on Jack, Jack, Jack flop, they often just have it. Even though, you know, they shouldn't have it very often, they will. So in this scenario, I don't know if Johan called or not. They're not showing me whether or not she's getting the big pot. It doesn't look like she did call. I think she folded. My internet's slowing down for a second. Go figure. That's what happens when you're making a video. And I am pretty sure Johan did not pay. And if she did not, that is a good no pay. Um, she put it together, I think. And if she didn't put it together, I certainly don't fault her because uh, we've seen Gina been blasting around. It's always tough whenever you're playing against someone who has been very aggressive, very loose, and they do just make the nuts. Very often you do have to pay them. But in that spot, it was weird. And when people do weird things, they often just have the nuts. So that's going to be it for today. I apologize for my slight internet issues. If you have any questions at all, please let me know on Twitter at Jonathan Little. I try to respond to every single tweet that comes in. So say hi. Just send a tweet that says hi. That way at least I know someone's watching this. I think at least eight people watch these videos. If we can get up to nine or ten, that'll be great. Have a good day, enjoy yourselves, and I'll talk to you next week.